Hot Texture Toast brought to you by Jerry Seiner Cadillac. Check out the bold new lineup of Jerry Seiner Cadillac. It's definitely not your grandpa's Cadillac. Time for the question of the day. Fresh off the All-Star game. Well, how about that game? How about that weekend? How you all feeling out there after All-Star weekend was just wedged into about five hours? If it taught me anything, PK, it's that we don't need a whole weekend. Only TNT does. Oh, I think I already knew that, but yeah, right. fine. Yeah. Now you've lived it. But if they wanted to spread it out over a couple of days, I didn't I didn't have a problem with that. If that's what they wanted to do and celebrate the league a little bit. I don't know if they had uh, their usual, probably didn't. I know they have alumni meetings and union and all that stuff going on. So it's like a little convention, like the Final Four. The, you know, the coaches always go down wherever it might be, and they get together. Uh, on that football, college football has a coaches convention, uh, usually a, a week or two after the the final game is played. So you can use that in conjunction. But the actual event, I, I actually liked it uh, better on the same thing before. I'm, I can't remember the last time I watched the dunk contest or I watched the you know the skills and the shooting thing. Uh, but since it was all condensed right there, and there was, uh, well, there was other stuff on. Uh, I, I watched a little bit of Oregon, Oregon State, Pac-12 women's uh, had their thing going on. Stanford wins again. They're they're really good and have been for a number of years. So I was flicking around a little bit. No Oprah. I'm not into that. <laughs> People playing. The, I'm so. I mean, who's the victim today? I mean, just everybody's a victim these days. I didn't expect that you watched that. Uh, so, no, not not literally not Do, one second. How much time have the two of us spent talking about the royal family in the history of this show? No, I don't pay it this much. <laughs> yeah, the right. The big goose. Egg. And then they're then they're victims. I mean, I, my victim quota is really really running out here. But that's just me. And you want to play the victim? Go ahead. I, I'm, I'm immune to it at this point. Uh, so no, I didn't watch not didn't watch a second of that. I watched something on ESPN. They had, like, uh, the goats, and I was fascinated by this photographer, and Kobe Bryant was on there talking about, uh, you know, with cell phones, everybody's a photographer, but he was saying it was so superficial, but this photographer that they were talking about captures your soul, and I'm watching this thing thinking a couple of things. I can't believe he's still not alive. And secondly, what a tragic loss to mankind because Gobi Bryant's intelligence and his ability to speak and say it in, in a manner that uh, so so eloquent and so true and so accurate, it's just it's a tremendous loss to mankind. Obviously, to his family, it's a thousand times greater. But to the rest of us, all that he could have contributed, he'd all his basketball stuff was done. It spoke for itself. But all the stuff he could have contributed in life would have been, especially with all the stuff going on, I would have loved to have heard what he thought about all this stuff because the man had supreme intelligence. I mean, on his SATs or whatever the thing is where you score in the in the hundreds. Uh, as I think it was 1,600 when he was yeah, taking it. Now it's yeah. 24. They've changed okay. it. But well, I mean, he had some Whatever, he had score. a massive score, yeah, right? Yeah. So he's just a brilliant person, and what a loss. And I'm listening to him speak, and it just it's just shocking to me. That uh, And we're a year removed of it. So I was flicking around that. But I did enjoy the actual competitions of that other stuff a little bit more because it was on a more convenient time for me. 
uh, a Sunday. You know, I'm probably not going to go out to eat with friends or what have you, as opposed to a Saturday. Yeah, and even if you were at home on a Saturday, there'd be BYU and Utah and Utah State playing on a Saturday night. It's going to be distracting. That's that stuff you're going to have to follow, and that's going to beat All Star Saturday night uh, in your book. Probably, yeah, sure, uh, I would agree with that. Uh, so, and, and, and there was really nothing that I was glued into, but I did watch it. I did watch that kid throw down the dunk and put on the Tracy McGrady jersey, and uh, you know, that was fun. It was. I enjoyed it, and didn't, I didn't think I would because I hadn't been paying attention to it at all. But I did yesterday. I don't know if that's something they want to consider. I mean, who cares what I think? But for me, it worked. Feedback from the people. Overall, Brad says, the game wasn't bad, and it was great to see Mike participate. A lot of people feeling good for Mike Conley getting in on Friday night. Todd says, I wish Conley could have won the three-point contest. So close. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have really been fun for him, for sure. Uh, because, And I appreciate his stated desire. I don't think any less or more of Mike Conley today than I did uh, Friday when we did the show, when we didn't know that Booker was going to have a sprained knee and Conley was going to get the call to go. But if it mattered to him, so be it. Uh, great. Good for him and... And it would have been fun if he could have won that because I'd imagine he'd won it. Anybody who enters is going to want to win, that's for sure. So uh, I'm appreciative of his desire. It's like uh, he was like a little kid in that way. Yeah, I want to make the all-star team. I mean, what kid in Little League or whatnot, if you ask them, yeah, you want to make the all-star team? Yeah, that'd be sweet. (laughs) And it's like he's a man who's 33 years old. You want to make the all-star team? Yeah. So the little kid in him is something that I think we can appreciate the honesty and the innocence of it. And they interviewed him before the game, and he was obviously really happy to be there. And I know other guys view it as a chore, and they've done it a lot, but they'll go out and say the right things, but the kind of look on their face is like, yeah, okay. But he was beaming. He was pumped. Well, he seems to be very sincere in his media interviews. In the time that he's been here yeah. with the team, anyway. I don't know what he was doing in Memphis. Probably the same thing. Uh, but he seems very sincere and honest in the way he speaks and is open uh, about it. And, and he in- expressed a desire to want to go. And, and good. So, yeah, sure. In that little kid way, I'm happy for him too. Rick says it was kind of boring. Just seems like there's no defense, no competition. And Tony says it's time to get rid of it. It's just a way for someone to get hurt. Well, they're not getting hurt, Tony, because they're not really competing. Back to Rick's point about no competition, no defense. That's how you might get hurt. So they eliminated that part. <laughs> Don't get too close to somebody. Well, the idea of getting hurt, I mean, so what do you do in the offseason? You don't play pickup games? You don't you, you don't uh, practice on your own and all that stuff? I mean, to get, get hurt. It's any number of chances and opportunities you have to get hurt. And, uh, I, don't, I don't think you can live your life, well, I can't do this because I might get hurt when you're in your 20s and 30s. Now, I'm not talking about running with the bulls. or which uh, <laughs> the Wow, best man, Pamplona! The best man at my wedding did do. Uh, by the way, he did uh, run with the bulls. He was uh, an adventure seeker. Uh, so... Uh, you got to get out there and work out. 
And and the, you know, I think the league needs a showcase. Really? Yeah, I do. I don't. Everybody else is doing it. Why shouldn't you do it? You yeah, would, and then would, the NFL would... the NFL doesn't do it, and it's fine. It's what they need it for is uh, their the corporate partners, and the, I think they all like that stuff. And so it, it's great for the high mucky mucks who get some all expenses paid trip on on the work account, and I guess if that helps them close deals or uh, price deals a little higher, because they probably have sponsors anyway, but maybe they get to price them a little higher, then that's, I think that's what they need it for. If they name the All-Star teams and there were no games, and they took off the middle of one week, because weekend games draw the best, I think the league would be great. It'd be fine. Okay, uh, you, you must have missed when we had the celebration here when Salt Lake got the All-Star game. It was a massive deal. Nope, we didn't miss it. I was standing next to you, and you know I was. So <laughs> We were in the back. That was, that was just a big, big deal. Don't you remember the former mayor who was just telling everybody we were woke, mentioning her wife 500 times and uh, how you can get alcohol here? I mean, that's in the atrium. I was there. <laughs> We're cool people. We're not all Mormons. <laughs> Why did she just say that? Yeah, of, she kind of did. Well, get to the point. If you're going to say it, get to the point. That would have been no fine politicians. They don't do that. Don't do that. Dance around it. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, and to say the NFL doesn't have it, I'm not sure that's true. I mean, the Super Bowl is the biggest event in the world. And. Or at least in our country. I don't want to offend you soccer people. Uh, so, and, and it goes on for two weeks practically. So they do have a showcase event. And the NBA Finals isn't a, a bunch of parties in the way that the Super Bowl is. So that's what the NBA needs to do. And MLB in the middle of the summer, I mean, that tiny sport that's going away for those people who are interested in it, it's a big deal. And every seed is always sold. Freaking for the home run deal, usually every seed is sold. So you need a showcase event, and and I think the NBA does need it. Yeah, and it gets to present itself in a positive manner. I, I think it's good for the league. The game's the game, but the showcase event. I thought this one on the one day right before and then during with the with the dunk was the best that they've had. At least it, it caught my attention more than it normally does. Joe says, NBA, all-star games, terrible product. I'd rather go dress shopping with my wife than watch that nonsense. Well, that's a great thing. You have that opportunity to do that. Three thumbs down. <laughs> well, it depends on what you're looking for. Cocktail dress at Kmart? If I'm going to go to a soccer game and expect the score to be 10 to 8, I'm going to be disappointed. If I'm going to go to an NBA All-Star game and expect the score to be uh, 98 to 94, I better realize that's probably just halftime. They're not going to dig in. That's not going to happen. So I, I think it depends on what your expectation is. And the game is the game, and it's probably not going to change. But I think the actual event, the day's events, worked better for me this year than it has spread over multiple days. 
Kevin says, how can you root for a team when your guys are split up? Go back to East and West. Kevin wants his tradition back. I don't want the East and West because that means I'm obligated to have the Eastern All-Stars equal the same as the Western All-Stars. And if you're going to equal that, then I agree, go back East versus West. But if you're going to split it up, then don't have East versus West. Have the whoever uh, coaches vote and, the, and the, the voting combined with the coaches. They're the ones, I guess, who select the reserves. Have what you perceive as the best 24 as opposed to having to have somebody from a particular conference when you don't play the East versus the West. My wife walked in, and I was talking to her, and she was surprised that there wasn't East. It wasn't East versus West. I said, no, they have this draft. And she actually she learned of the draft the other day when all the hubbub of uh, Mitchell and Gobert going last and next to last. And so uh, she she thought that they were literally the last two chosen to be on the team, and I said no, that's not the way it works. It was their le- the way the draft was in East versus West. They don't have that. They mix it up. So it doesn't make any sense to mix it up, and then but name them East versus West. That's inconsistent. I would like to see that consistency. Uh, established, and so don't have East versus West since you aren't playing East versus West. And then we could have 17 or 18 guys from the West where there are more good teams and a longer list of the better players. Presumably, yes. Throw in your six or seven guys from the East. That would make more sense in that way, I, I would think. I think that's a, and that's a tweak. It's not. I don't think anybody's going to care on that, right? I wouldn't think people would. Players care, would in they? the East who <laughs> are less likely to get their All Star bonus. Other than that, I wouldn't think anyone would care. Maybe teams in the East who wouldn't be able to pub their guys as All Stars and sell them that way. I guess that's probably what's holding it back. Uh sure. Yeah, I, I guess so. But I mean, to see the Celtics. A team that is just not very good this year have two all stars, which would have been the same as the Jazz, if not for Booker. Makes no sense. It, it doesn't to me. The Celtics no. are two games over five hundred. Yeah. And to the point about the East sucking, that's fourth place in the East. They're fourth in the East at nineteen and seventeen. You're two games over five hundred in the West. You're the Dallas Dallas Mavericks, and you're eighth with one right. all star. Right, Porzingis is a great example. In the East, he probably would be an all-star. He's got to stay healthy enough uh, to get into year. a game. Um, but he seems to have some level of stardom. I don't know, rubbed off because he's played in New York or something. Because uh, he's tall. and, yeah. and, and I mean, He's so good when he's healthy, but he just hasn't been healthy that much. Yeah. Uh, so when he's not really played on a winner, uh, and Doncic is that team. So yeah, that, that that's the one that I would make that tweak. To me, that seems common sense. Ralph says I didn't tune in even with four jazz players, which Jeff four. had to say uh, it was only three, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and Ralph said, "Up, oh, I threw the coach in there. My bad." <laughs> four representatives is what he meant. Players wasn't the perfect word. Four representatives. Well, that's your choice. They took a shot of Quinn. He's sitting over there on the sideline, masked up, not doing much because it's the All-Star game. What is there to do? Then they take a shot of Doc. He's sitting over there on the side just kind of looking around. 
Good old Glenn. Third All-Star game. What are you doing? Not much. Rotating the minutes. Nothing else to do. (laughs) Well, if I were those guys, the best thing about it is uh, you're that much closer to the Caribbean. Oh, they got you to an Atlantic. Hop on a quick flight. Yeah. Had to go through Atlanta anyway. (laughs) If you chart. Although, Atlanta to Puerto Rico is actually longer than Salt Lake to Atlanta. Time to go to the Keys. Haven't made that flight. It's way out there. Yes, it is. I was surprised. Got to fly out there past the end of uh, Cuba. Back in the day when I uh, did a lot of flying for the watchdog, flew first class both legs. Oh, look at you big time. Okay. Well, I used to get upgrades. Absolutely. I mean, I was flying. I was traveling a lot for football and basketball. And so that was, uh, well, I'd been the Caribbean multiple times with uh, both BYU and Utah. They would play in those tournaments there. So uh, if I was Quinn Snyder, uh, I would do that for a couple of days. Go go where it's warm and just uh, vegetate for a couple of days, as you should. Uh, and it's a very uh, high-intensity, labor-inducing work hours. I mean, I can't imagine the amount of hours he must work during this during this season. And really, year-round. It's not like uh, you're just sitting there with your feet up the, once the season ends. You're, you're putting in a lot of hours uh, to to maintain and get better and all that stuff so if he had a couple of days to have some chillaxification i would Somewhat. certainly Somewhat. chillaxification that's wow. a kenny chesney song uh that he has out it's a very good tune actually and so he talks about chillaxification coming back yak so have some chillaxification uh for uh for himself and his family or whatever he may choose i don't know what he's going to do i don't know if he's going to fly back it's already home and is back in the grind uh setting up practice schedules and reviewing film. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me, though, if that's what he was doing. Uh, wow, we've lost uh, two or what they lost two in a row and three out of four, whatever it was. So, yeah, we got to get back. And so, he's, he's as we speak, he's sitting in front of a, front of a projector. <laughs> that, wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me either, to tell you the truth. Uh, he's, got, he's got little kids, so that might be the way that goes. Or he could head to the Bahamas. Yeah, that sounds like fun. That's not nearly as far as Puerto Rico. Oh, no, no, not at all. I've been there. I, and no, that's uh, I, that's practically the U.S. I'm surprised it's not a U.S. territory, actually. Yeah, right off the end of Florida there. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK, there's some of your reaction to the All-Star game. Steve Cleveland is coming up, and there's another jazz story out there that, you know, it's. I don't normally tie the jazz to the governor of New York. But this weekend, I did, and we'll get to that coming up. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.